No. What did you write down? I literally wrote down stereotypes, Gmail us, and the Suicide Squad. Is that all we talked about? I thought we talked about something else at the very beginning. Military alphabet. Oh, you should say that. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) On this episode of Animals Are Insane, we talk about stereotypes, Gmailing us, uh, the military alphabet, and for the entire episode, for a gigantic portion of it, the Suicide Squad. Super spoiler alert. Tune in. On behalf of Animals Are Insane podcast, we'd just like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Big Bear Picnic Company. Please visit BigBearPicnicCo.com. So, uh, how are you doing, Joshua? Oh, Stephen, 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 Stephen. Not too bad, you know. It's it's been it's been it's it's been a weird week in like news and you know things that have been going on, like the the forest fires and stuff. And hmm. you know, I mean, I don't know how it's affected in Canada versus how it's affected like in California or any of those kind of things. But yeah, I mean, like the co- you know. Now. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of it's. I feel like this is the first year where I've I've kind of noticed that we get them up here. I feel like every year we just hear about California. It's all about like California fires, California fires, and now it's like everywhere. And like the news is like, hey, there's fires in Greece and fires in Italy. It's like everywhere. It's like the world is on fire. <laughs> I, I'm not laughing because it's the world is up first. It's just funny that it's like, oh, now it now. Yeah. Now it somehow has spread like a wildfire around everywhere. Yeah. You know, and, and it's it's weird, too, because like I was th- thinking about this because whenever I, I speak to clients for my professional job, uh, you know, there's there's one of those things where I kind of always hark back to when I was living in Canada. Right. Where I, I feel like I'm the only person that, you know, complains about 24 seven vacation weather right like you know there's there's not there's not like a time in this entire season of what i'm living in california where i don't where i can't wear shorts <laughs> you know my dad would be so proud uh but uh but like you know i was thinking about that you know especially being in canada where the summers in canada you know are like east coast summers right they're super hot but they're just really humid so you're like sweating tits by the time that you get to your car just to be able to turn it on, right? Yeah. Like, it's, what, wait, what do you mean by East Coast summers? So they call it East Coast summers. So when you're so when you're out in the U.S., when you live in the U.S. and people reference the East Coast, right? They're talking about the East Coast where it's like you know New York and you know uh, Delaware, all those places up there. Well, that's you know, more like the Philadelphia North Coast, right? Like it's not just like. Okay, but this is the this is like the language that you have to understand, oh, okay. Stephen. Because like, like at Georgia, one point you Georgia you were an American, you were an American uh, living in Canada and a Canadian living in America, right? So you had to like learn a couple different. I mean, you, know, you guys are just like, kind of generalizing a lot of Americans, <laughs> just lumping everyone on the East Coast. But I, I can't, <laughs> my favorite my favorite people refer to, uh, uh, you know, like the states in the middle as flyover states. Yeah. Right. It feels like extremely insignificant. It's yeah, just like, like oh, passerby. Yeah. That, that's like the Bible Belt, right? Or is that something different? Oh, God, don't even talk to me about geography. It's just not a... 
<laughs> it does. It doesn't work for me. You know, I yeah. know it's on the West Coast and I know it's on the East Coast. Anything in between, or you know, trying to like name all fifty states or soon to be fifty-one. Right? I mean, that's going to be a very interesting thing with Washington. Uh, Washington. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about like Canada. Biden's going to take over Canada. <laughs> yeah, he's just going to combine all provinces into one state. <laughs> you know? He's like, well, you know, Canada really only has the population of California, so we'll just call it New California. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, like old Canada. Oh. <laughs> yeah, top hat or something like that. Oh my, it's gosh. funny, like too, like there's like a weird kind of you know stereotype thing, especially being like a Canadian in the U.S. And then, like the U.S. talking about Canadians, yeah. right? Almost as like a educational thing, right? Where, like, did you ever you ever been to like parties where you're talking to somebody, and then you somehow always mention that you're Canadian because it's just like a, it almost becomes like a talking point, like where if you don't know what to talk about, like it's a thing that just kind of comes up almost naturally now. Yeah. And then people are like, "Oh, Canada, okay," and then they'll like talk about every specific stereotype you can talk yeah, about, right? Totally. You guys are really nice up there, right? You know, it's pretty cold. Yeah. You know? Sorry. It's, uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I remember there was this uh, this commercial that came out years and years ago that was like for, I think it was for Air Canada or for just being Canadian, whatever it may be. But it was the, it was the funniest like thing because like when you, you don't really think about it in the moment, but when you're like looking at it on screen, there was this guy... And they were like, oh, it's about, you know, Canadians being nice. And they're like creeping back oh, yeah. the, um, the, the, the chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure it's a beer commercial. I'm Is it a beer commercial? Sure. Yeah. Because like, but you, you get that, right? Like where I yeah. do the same thing where I'm like, I know that I can just lean back and it being like, well, that's just, you know, my God given right. But, you yeah. know, at the same time, I'm like, ooh, they might have a laptop that is like, you know, creeping in on that like little crevice part. Ooh, they might have a drink, you know, or, or oh, something, like a hot you know. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a hot coffee. Like a hot, hot, hot coffee. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, hey, I was going to ask you, um, I feel like this would be helpful if we had some way of people reaching out to us. Um, I know that, that we do have an email address for, for this, but I feel like we could share that with people. And then if people have any suggestions or any notes or any ideas, they can email us at, uh, animals are insane at gmail.com. And that's an R with like an actual, the letter R not a R E. Uh, so animals are the letter R, the letter the letter R. I can't even say anything. I'm just fucking you can dumb just over spell here. It out. Uh, a okay, A as in alpha, <laughs> N as in nerd. No, I you know what what is like the proper uh, you know what is what is it called? It's it's like the military alphabet, right? That's yeah. the well, that's what they use on set too, but it it varies place to place. So we oh. yeah. Like it'd be like Alpha November, uh, okay. So so in order to 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 spell animals are insane at gmail dot com, it go. is go for it. Alpha November igloo. Uh, 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 we, do you think it's igloo? No, it's India. No. India. India. No, um, no. I think that's another one where they don't say India. Anymore. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, you mean India is is not it's not the right yeah military alphabet letter 
Well, no, they like this. They is, like, this is according to Wikipedia. They, they PC'd it, and then there's like Canadian military and American military alphabet. So I don't know what's what's M. What are you looking at? What is M for yours? Mike. Mike. Yeah. So here it's Montreal. Oh, interesting. They would say Montreal. So it's so it's Alpha November India Mike Alpha uh, Lima uh, Sierra um, Romeo. Uh, <laughs> I'm like I'm like having India. to spell this out in my brain. Yeah, India. Uh, in, oh no, November, November Sierra, Sierra Alpha. X, X, no S. Oh yeah, Alpha. <laughs> You're just like November, I'm not <laughs> November Echo uh, Echo yeah at, at gmail dot com Golf <laughs> Google M G M A Alpha uh, India Lima dot uh, Charlie uh, What's O No Oscar. Oscar Oscar See we never did O I never did O on set because you don't it, do it. it's What's, what's, what's kind of funny too is that like if you look at the the military alphabet, right? Like on like Wikipedia, right? It's it's Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo, Foxtrot, Golf, Hotel, India, Juliet, Kilo, Lima, Mike, November, Oscar, Papa, Quebec, Romeo, uh, Sierra, Tango, Uniform, Victor, Whiskey, X-ray, Yankee, Zulu. And then when they go through the numbers, it's literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay. Uh, if, if you didn't get it then, and now, now you get it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess what you're saying is that like for, for different, you know, oh, circumstances, you know they I, have I got different. A, yeah, I got a correction to make also. So I, I didn't mean um, Montreal for M. That, that was my mistake. I meant Q for Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. Q is for Quebec. Yeah, there's another that's, that's, one. That's, they have it here. So Mike is M. Yeah, I thought M was anyway. So so anybody that is will that is wanting to kind of reach out and have us kind of cover a movie or I don't know because because our expertise are so uh, on the on the ball on the nose. What is it? What is the? How does it? What's the phrase? Uh, on you, the you know what I'm talking on the on the on the nose on the nose. On the nose is kind of like very subtle, right? Is that what the is that is it, isn't that what that means? You know, on the nose. Um, I always love it, like putting this into Google. I mean, I imagine you're putting this into DuckDuckGo, and it's giving you conspiracy theories. Uh, on the nose is to a person's sense of smell, or precisely. Okay, whatever. Anyway, yeah. Okay. But, you know, if there's anything that like that, that you want us to cover type of thing, to be able to kind of give our two cents because, of, yeah. you know, how, how important our voice is uh, to this, to this, no, to, I think to, to the world. It's just like a way of like us improving, us like making this better, us like if there's something that we do that annoys people, we can like. <laughs> yeah, we're really looking yeah. for feedback. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just to make this a more enjoyable experience. We're, we're trying to figure this out, okay? We're just two guys, two simple guys. <laughs> yeah, we're like two simple guys like every other two simple guys that have a podcast out there. <laughs> oh we're, we're not the same as them. Yeah, totally different. <laughs> yeah. Um, Our whole motivation for starting this is not the same as what their motiv- <laughs> motivation was. 
Yeah. Listen to milk, the milk and cookies episode. If you don't believe us. Um, <laughs> yeah. The today's sponsor is brought to you by the big bear picnic company. I'm really, really excited about this one because, you know, not only is it a service to, to enjoy a lot of people, you know, it could be for a birthday party. It could be for a date. It could be for, um, you know, any sort of special occasion, um, they will literally cater to your need by creating a beautiful setting, uh, you know, d- dependent upon the actual location in Big Bear uh, that, you know, has excellent food, beautiful setup, great photo opportunities, you know, for the gram, of course, you know, everybody needs that. Um, and, you know, but the thing is that like they're exclusive, right? They're exclusive to Big Bear. Um, luckily enough, a lot of people, you know, tourists go to Big Bear and they want to enjoy their company and want to enjoy people's company. So, you know, that, that is something that, uh, really is really exciting. And it's something that I think everybody listening should definitely check out. Please go to bigbearpicnicco.com. That's bigbearpicnicco.com. So, so, okay. So we both watched the, the Suicide Squad. Yes. Yeah. How about we like give like some, some background, some framework to, for people to kind of like understand everything about it. Right. Like kind so, of like the, the background of, you know, the suicide. Josh is a super comic book nerd by, mm-hmm. by night. That is very true. No, no. Um, and day and day. I, I'm not as, as well versed. I am somewhat which, which is, which is funny because you love those DC animated movies like more than I do. Like mm. before, before I'm even able to actually get a point to actually watch them, you've already watched them thoroughly. Yeah, I try. <laughs> you I, know, I think they're, they're good. <laughs> oh, they're great. They're amazing. Well, okay. Sorry. Some of them are amazing. Some of them are. Yeah. But for the most part. But the Marvel ones are terrible. Oh, they're so bad. Oh, my God. Especially, like, compared, and you would think, now that they're doing the What If series, and, like, Marvel is, like, owned by Disney, that, like, yeah, they would do more, you know, animated type of movies that, that are kind of, maybe okay, well, maybe not we, in comparison. We can, we can talk about that after, but the Suicide, anyway, yeah. the suicide Squad, do you want to, like, do the little uh, summary? Yeah, the, the official one that is on the top of... IMDb Pro. That is India, Mike, <laughs> Delta, Bravo, Dot, Charlie, Oscar, uh, Mike. I mean, I feel like I'm very good at recalling what that actual uh, alphabet is. I don't have it in front of me, I promise. Um, is uh, the Suicide Squad, Supervillains, Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons. Nutty cons. Uh, at Bella Reeve uh, Prison, joined the super secret, super shady Task Force X as they are dropped off at the remote enemy infused island of Corto Maltese. Corto, Corto Maltese. That's how you properly say it, Stephen. Hmm. You, have to, you have to really kind of, you know, look into this. But, I mean, you know, for anybody out there that is actually listening, one. A spoiler alert. So, you know, we'll give you kind of like a 15 seconds. So in the 15 seconds that I will be speaking about this, you might want to just kind of skip ahead. I don't, I don't ahead think we anyway. have to do that anymore ever because we're just going to do it off the top of the episode. Oh, right, right. You're right, right. Apps. So, yeah, yes. Yes. C. C. That is, that is C. Okay. Yeah. C. Um, but, you know, for anybody else that, that is actually like tuning in for these type of things, this is, this is not a sequel. It's hmm. kind of like a, 
reimagining maybe would be because like the thing is that they use some of the same characters from the first one. Yeah. But there's not like um, a direct references or yeah. Or it's like a, you know, it, it feels like it's a different thing well, on its yeah. own. Okay. I, want, I wanted to ask you like, did did you like the movie? Yes. Okay. So I have kind of like mixed feelings about it. I don't know if I fully, but, the, but that's the difference, right? Is that like, if you, if you ask me if you'd like the movie, yeah, of course it's a, maybe it's a yes or no type of thing. Or cause like the thing is, you know, Okay, well, yeah. So, what about you? Did you like the movie? Let me back up. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like mixed on it. I'm not. I kind of like understand what they were trying to like accomplish, what they're going for. I just, I don't really feel it. It, it didn't really feel like a DC movie to me. It did, though, kind of feel more like a DC like animated film. But, it, but is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because you know the track record that DC has right now is not like. It's not like what Marvel has, right? Okay, so so for me, I feel like I was watching like almost like like a like a horror monster movie instead of like a DC movie. Like it it, it felt like it felt like it didn't matter that I didn't need to know any of the characters' names. It just felt like there was like it was a group of people that were like on a mission to destroy a monster. And it didn't really matter. It, it, it like in some ways, it kind of remind me of um, was it Army of the Dead, where it's just like you got like this zany group of people that have to go do this thing in order to save the day. And it's just like I don't know. It it didn't. I feel like it was it was for me anyways. It was missing a lot of those like superhero elements or like a lot of like the kind of like the DC flavor. Like even like I don't know. My, the most frustrating part I had with it was. Um, Amanda Wallace, like when her team like turns on her, I was like, this is not, no, that would not happen ever. Like when she's about to, to, to end someone. Do you know? Oh, well, I mean, you're, 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 yeah. Cause you're talking also about like the fact that the way she was doing it is that it was like the editing, like the normal edit would just be her like, <laughs> And like hitting yeah. the button, no yeah. problem. No problem. You know, this one was kind of like, I gotta think about it because I kind of like this guy. You know, like like that kind of thing. I don't. I, I felt like that that moment was out of character for her to do. Like I just, I've always, and all the other things I've seen her in, like she's just like, like she would never hesitate. Like it's it's and 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 to the point where where people wouldn't disobey her either because they would just know that you're just done. Like, you know what I mean? There's kind of like an understanding there. And I feel like this movie yeah. kind of like undermined that. And I didn't really. Well, they, they, they went the route of just being a regular movie. Right. So like the, yeah. I think I, that's the, the kind of thing at the end when I, when I, when I was, when I finished it, I didn't think it was like a reinvention of the suicide squad. I didn't think it was like super huge of what DC could do. But what I did think of it is that, you know, they he he was able to take a premise. Uh, James Gunn, same guy that did you know Guardians of the Galaxy and and the second one as well. But what he does like really well is that he just pairs these people up like weirdos that you don't really remember or think about from any sort of comic book to then yeah. put them into this type of situation. And no, his no, no. expert, and, and, yeah, really I is think, about that. yeah, and I think that he was great at that. But I I think that he he shouldn't have messed with Amanda Wallace. I think her name is Amanda. Is it Amanda Wallace? I just want to make sure. Amanda yeah. Waller. Waller. Amanda Waller. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I don't think you should have messed with her because if they do make another one, she's going to be in the other one because she's kind of like the the overarching character that kind of like controls mm-hmm. all this, right? And I just feel like, I don't know, man, that moment like where they, they just undermined her character so much, it really bothered me. I was like, ooh, I don't like this. And then yeah, I don't, but that, I don't, but, that, but that's the movie trope thing. That's like the movie uh, formula. Stupid, though. But then if you're gonna do another one, then it's like, what are you gonna have someone else like take over? I don't know. It just I feel like no, I like her more as a badass. I, I'm more as like she just no holds bar. Just like she is what she is. Mm-hmm. Like take it or leave it. That's it. You're like don't listen to me and you're done. And I kind of I, I don't know. I've always liked that. And I liked like in the 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 animated versions where she's just like she reminds me of like. Kingpin from, from <laughs> Spider-Man. Like that's like, yeah. just like larger than life in every possible way. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I've always like, I've always appreciated that kind of, like type of character. And I just, I don't, I didn't like how they treated her in this movie. Yeah. I mean, like I, I, mean, I, I can, under, specific I can, thing that I'm, I'm nitpicking on, but yeah, but I mean, but the, but the specifics can always be the thing that like ruins your, your viewing experience, right? Like, it's kind of like when you first like watch man of steel and then when uh you know his dad like sacrifices himself in a fucking tornado and you're like what the f- what yeah <laughs> like hold up i mean like it's one of those moments where you're kind of like i get a little bit of chills okay. but then when you yeah. think of it logically you're like wait a second yeah but they, they, they're not <laughs> a fair comparison because like she's like again like she's like the overarching like she's gonna be in every single suicide no but what yeah but what i'm saying is it's the small detail of these things that can upset your your entire viewing experience yeah right because all the way up into that point it, sure. it is an undermine of whatever the character became yeah but we're yeah i guess and they kind of like retcon that because he was in the next one as a vision, but right, yeah, <laughs> but like, you, you know, know what I mean? Like, like, like yeah, unless but that maybe, like, maybe that is the DC flavor is that they just do whatever yeah. they want, I don't know. you know? I just, that, that, like, that really, really bothered me. I just, I, I, I what about that I, beginning though? That beginning was like, the, I think it was so fantastic how they just like, hey, here, you, you guys are the suicide squad, and then like they, you know, obviously yeah. they have a very different teams versions of these suicide squad no, I, I actually thought that was great i thought that like the the beginning of the movie like it just gets right into it it just like let's yeah just go. oh my god i like, S- like sarah and i were you? oh yeah i loved those like little transition things but we were like just crying laughing that the weasel character oh. jumps out of this plane and can't swim and it was just like they they did this like it's almost like they did a Tim and Eric thing, right? Where they just like kept on with like the weasel character, like just drowning. <laughs> and so yeah. he wasn't he wasn't good enough to actually just be a super villain that he can't even I don't know. There was like there's like these like little moments but, that James Gunn is again, like he's just like a like really, really talented okay, but, at. But again, but like the okay, so with the weasel drowning, like I think that's a great moment. I think that's hilarious. I think that works really well. But then they mm-hmm. undermine it at the end of the movie by showing that he's alive again. And I'm like, this is stupid. Like, do you know what I mean? Like just do what, what is, what about it? That is, is an undermine. It's just more like a, Oh, because you know, it's like the character is a joke. We're going to treat him like a joke. He's going to yeah. die because he dropped in the yeah. water and he can't swim. Like the whole, the whole premise, the whole thing is it's like, it's fantastic. It's done. It's hilarious. It's over. And then like to, to be like, Oh, by the way, he actually didn't die. I feel like that takes away from the joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that, that's more so like if you decided to like, you know, 
wait felt, till the after credit scene, uh, you know? I felt the same way with John Cena's character. Like the head fake, like, oh, he actually didn't die. He's still alive. I know, like, but this is this is the weird thing that like when you're always kind of like analyzing certain movies or when you're when you're kind of like mainly looking at these things, if they don't specifically show you certain things, that yeah. doesn't happen, right? No, no, that's like sure. that's like a, that's like a known trope sure, within sure. like any sort of and, film. And I, like I would say too, I f- I did feel like John Cena's character is a peace peacemaker. Pe- yeah, peacemaker. Yeah. Um, I just felt like he was kind of an inconsistent as well. Like I, I, I thought the first half of the, of the movie, he was fantastic. I loved his character. I love his jokes where he talks about like eating all the dicks on the beach. He's, he's like such a patriot. I was like, this, this is hilarious. That's right. This is so good, right? And like, who would have thought John Cena just being a comedic oh, genius? He's so good in everything he's that he so does. Good. Everything recently so has been fantastic. But like mm-hmm. the second half of this movie, I just feel like his character completely does a 180. All of a sudden, it's like he has this whole other storyline that you didn't know about. And now he's not the person you thought he was. He's totally different. And I just mm-hmm. I felt like his arc kind of came out of nowhere. It felt very like rushed or very, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What, what I what I think that they should have done is really put Peacemaker and Bloodsport, so Idris Elba and John Cena's character as two main characters, yeah, as two as two leaders trying to lead the same group, right? Yeah. Like if if they treated that that kind of like arc or the the story like they did like with um, Star Trek, right, where you have like mm-hmm. Spock and Kirk that were yeah. every time one was up, the other person was down, and like vice versa, yeah. If they did that more with people, because like, because you have John Cena, but like he's such a presence yeah. that he like he he overshadows most of those characters, right? I mean, like that's that's kind of the the big difficulty when you're having that sort of character within. Yeah, you know, it, it's like it's like if you it's like when you, it's like when the Fast franchise hired The Rock. It's yeah. like of course you'd got like you guys know that you just you know messed up the entire thing by having this guy because he's such a powerhouse. There's no reason yeah. to not have this kind of shining, like, you know, presence within the actual, uh, yeah, I just, know, story. Again, I just, yeah, I just, I felt, I didn't, I don't know. I, I really, really, really liked Peacemaker the first half of the movie. The second half, I just feel like he was just like a, like a tool, like a doofus. And I was like, kind of like, oh, that sucks. Well, you're going to love it because he's going to have his own TV show. So it's like you, you're going to have you're yeah, going to have more it, of him anyway. Yeah, but I just hope that like I have more of the first half of this movie of him and not the second half of this movie. Because I thought I thought the second half was I didn't like him as a character. The first half loved it. Like him and his tidy whities I thought that was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Oh, like, but, then, I mean, but then it also makes you feel really sad because you're like, dude, this guy's ripped to hell like <laughs> I, like i don't know why like i mean while i did find that to be you ever do that well i like well, well you find it to be a really funny you know joke of like a scene i'm like looking at him i'm like why can't how do you what like how does a person look like that yeah how all day all day all day every day he's probably like it's, like doing push-ups between takes like it's oh it's insane but like the thing is like he always looks fucking huge and you know like you're just i don't know maybe maybe it's just it's just the uh the gay the gay part of me right where it's like i'm like thinking of i'm like oh san francisco part beautiful beautiful (laughs) beautiful john cena that's how that's how i see it from all my male celebrity crushes yeah i mean um but then again like you know like the rock for some reason john cena and the rock from wwe both very buff but very hilarious like those two are just like just have they our houses have they been in a movie together uh 
Yes, it's called WWE SmackDown on Thursday nights. No, <laughs> no I, I have no idea. I don't think so. I mean, almost right because Cena was in the new Fast and Furious, but the Rock yeah, wasn't. Yeah, right? yeah. So Vin Diesel oh. was like, I, you know, I'm trying to bring the best out of my actors. <laughs> yeah. I just love how that was like his excuse. It's like, oh, I, you know, I, I can't, uh, I can't be on set on time because I'm bringing the best out of my actors. No, oh you, know? you know, it's like, yeah. Uh, I, I imagine but, the Rock was just laughing at that, that yeah. whole you know, thing. But anyway, yeah. Did you have any issues with this movie, or did you just love every? Part oh, sure. No, 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 no. I no. But that's the thing is that, like, I think, I think for this movie specifically, it's kind of like, um, on its worst day, it's still better than a lot of the DC movies, right? Yeah. I, I think that's pretty easy to say. But on like, its, its best it's day, fun. it's it's fun. Yeah, it, yeah, no, yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, it's fun like like the Godzilla movies are fun, right? Like they're yeah. they're not really something that you can like watch and be like, oh man, I can you know watch this over and over again and, and keep getting different things out of it. See, like Guardians of the Galaxy, I, I can only compare it to the two because this is James Gunn's first DC movie and Mar yeah. and his first Marvel movie was, was Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Mm -hmm. So, and there was something that I was talking to about why some producers are really good to be part of like on set. Like some people are always saying like, Oh, you know, give the creative freedom to your directors and to your writers and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes it's not very good. Right. Because if you don't have like a producer, if you don't have somebody with that kind of vision to hold these things back and to make sure that there are things that are uh, hit right on the beat or hit right on a certain thing, then, you know, you might have uh, a crazy movie, but the same thing can be said for like those terrible producers that are just looking out for money, right? They're like executives yeah. and everything like that, that just need things to be released really quickly. So they don't actually give a shit about the cut, but there's like differences, right? Like it's yeah. the same thing out like Kevin Feige, like now has a certain formula for his Marvel movies, right? He knows how to hit these things and it helps with his kind of communication between the directors and everything. And I think that if James Gunn had that with his DC crew, you know, there might have been more of that kind of pushback and more differences in the, how the movie was made. But I don't know. I mean, I wasn't on set. But the thing is that, like, I can only compare it to being his yeah. first DC to being his first Marvel, well, well, right? Yeah, like, like there's definitely elements of this movie that reminds me of, like, the second Guardians. Like, I feel like oh, yeah. the, the mm -hmm. end of this movie reminds me of the beginning of Guardians 2. You know what I mean? Like, where the mm. team's, like, fighting the monster, and, like, there's just, like, this really kind of goofy-looking monster, and, like, this movie has a goofy-looking monster at the end. And yeah. I was like, I don't know. So I could see some similarities, and I feel like there's a lot of, like, justification where, like, oh, yeah, by the way, the people are all, all like, they die instantly when the starfish puts the starfish on them. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know. They're, yeah. They're like, okay, but, okay, wait, wait. What did you think about Harley Quinn? Oh, I thought that this is the very first time in any sort of historical context for me that Harley Quinn actually made sense being in a movie. Um, and, I'll, and I'll tell you why. Every other movie that she's been in, even Birds of Prey, which was terrible. Did you see that movie? I did. Birds of Prey? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was, I, I was like ashamed watching that movie. <laughs> um Anyway, but from Birds of Prey to the Suicide Squad to any or sorry, Suicide Squad, the very first one, whatever it may be, um, I've never been a big fan of the Harley Quinn character at all. I mean, I get like like you know a lot of people love it, um, but like every other you know superhero that is going up against or like or like a human that is part of a superhero team, there's like almost zero use for them. 
right? So Harley Quinn from like her cinematic, um, uh, I guess like, you know, debut to now, uh, I don't think ever had an, like an actual use. So in this movie, I think she was actually useful. Like things that she did, like made sense for what she can do. Sure. I, I kind of understand what you, you, you're saying. I do feel like she was like way too Mary sued in this movie. Like in, in what way? Like, like, Oh my gosh. She just takes out everyone. No problem. Like she has no abilities as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And she's just um, like, she's amazing in this movie. Like there's nothing. She's like James Bond. Like she just goes crazy and like everyone just like, yeah, like no one. I, yeah, but, but but that's what you she, have to like, do with that kind of character. And she's OP in this movie. She's way too OP in this movie. Yeah, but she's only OP to human characters. Sure. Everything else, it doesn't matter. But she's just a human character. Like Exactly. She, but that's what I mean. So like the, the, the use that she actually has within this movie is is brought into the same realm of what she can actually do. Right. It's kind of like. It's kind of like when you're um, when you're like in the Justice League. Why is Batman there? He can't do anything Superman can do. He, he can't do right. anything Aquaman can. Do. Yeah, exactly. what's your superpower? Yeah, like, yeah, you can't do anything what, what the Flash can do. I mean, like while I think no, Batman like, is the best superhero in the world, the, the use of, of it all sure, okay, is the but, problem. But, okay, but Batman is rich, and Batman is like. Like they established more than like multiple movies, TV shows, comic books that he's like super smart. He's like basically a genius and that's like his usefulness, right? It's not so much about, he's like the, the Tony Stark without the suit kind of thing. Like it's just, he's about, he's all, yeah, but, (laughs) but there you go. But this is, this is what I'm saying. It's like, it's the usefulness of the character, right? So Batman's usefulness is his gadgets and like everything else around it. Right. Yeah. Kind of like Iron Man. Right. But like, I'm saying that like yeah. get rid of get rid of the suit, get rid of the gadgets and like billionaire philanthropist playboy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But like I don't but, know. Like, no, but, but like Harley so but like doesn't have anything. Like this is my my whole thing. Like like I think that in Birds of Prey I found I found like what she does, oh like God, how like fucking movie. I thought that her character was more relevant, like what she could do in Birds of Prey than in this movie. I feel like in this movie they like up to they like you know like in like those um you get like ability points in like uh like like fighting games and you can like you know uh strength um for your like rpgs and everything rpgs all this like i just feel like they just pushed all of her stuff to like 10 for everything in this movie Mm -hmm. and i'm just like i i I don't i don't understand like that's but that's the thing is like they have to have that justification for the character itself right I i feel like she's popular and so they justified that because she's popular it's like, hey, people like Harley Quinn. People like Margot Robbie. We're going to overpower her in this movie to appease people, and that's it. And right, like, but, uh, but the thing is that even her overpoweredness was still in the realm of what she can actually do. She can wield a gun. She can do like little acrobatics. She with, can throw a with, spear with animations going on everywhere. That has what is an, the, yeah, but the animations is is just a in the movie. No visual in the movie aesthetic. Yeah, but like but is, like. For what, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it just, it felt like that whole scene was taken from like a different movie and just kind of like punched in here. Like we're established. I know, but, but, but that's, that's, but I feel like that's more of like a, like a director's art, artistic point of view that they can just do that. What, 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 what about that does not like 
if you I, didn't, I, I, if, if you eliminate Harley Quinn from this movie, you have the same movie. I know, but it's the same thing if, like, if you eliminate, you know, Indiana Jones from his movies, the things will still happen. No, but, but like, she's not the main <laughs> you know? character, but they, like, treat her. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're, we're, we're following Peacemaker and, and was it Dead, Dead Bloodshot? Blood, blood pool blood, shot. Yeah, blood, blood sport. Blood sport? Blood pool sport? Yeah, Steve, Steve I got to tell you this right now. You're the only person that I think I've ever actually argued for <laughs> Harley Quinn than every, like, every other thing, dude. I, I would wholeheartedly agree because I'm until even with like birds of prey, I wish that movie was thrown away. I wish it was like, like they finished it, like watched it and be like, okay. And then they took the, you know, final and the dailies and put it in the trash. But like she, I, I, she can't, she's not as strong in birds of prey as she is in this movie. She's way stronger in this movie than she's in birds of prey. Yeah. But what, what do you, what is your, what are you measuring in strength? What does that even mean? I don't know. Like I, how many people you can kill with zero effort. <laughs> yeah, but okay. Then watch watch John Wick and have the exact same conversation. But, but, we're, we're, but we're already talking. We're talking about the same character in this in in different movies. John Wick is the same in John Wick one as he is in John Wick two as he is in John Wick three. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah, John Wick. Yeah, right? but the thing is Harley that like, is like, like they have to justify having Harley Quinn some way, right? But, like, so like yeah. if you if you're looking at it from like the perspective of like from her first time that she was in Suicide Squad, right? As like Margot Robbie was like, the first time doing you know, Harley Quinn, she was literally fighting with, you know, like somebody that, you know, had a fucking boomerang and then like dead shot and all these other kind of things that were almost on like the, you know, but look at how she's fighting in that movie. Like, look at her style of fighting. Look at like how, you know, like the, the, like she's, she's fine in those, in the, in that movie, she's fine in birds of prey. Like she doesn't go like over the top in those movies. But in this movie, it's like, she's just, She's she's they treat her as if she's like the strongest character on the team. And I'm just like, oh, I don't think so at all. I mean, like oh, if you totally like, she takes uh, the, but, whole, the whole building, the whole building was just her. They have the whole team of, of guys that are going to go right. and rescue her. Right. The whole team, mm-hmm. not one guy, the whole team. And she just like takes everyone out on her own. You know what I mean? Like they're kind of like, I don't know if that's a. I don't know if they're trying. Yeah, but, to like, are, 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 yeah, but is your problem think about that? But like, it just it feels. I don't know. It it didn't feel. It didn't feel realistic in the movie. Yeah, and I'm saying it. I, I think it was. I think that like her whole like you know purpose in this you know especially with her power level so to speak is that it was only specific to the things that she was doing to those people, right? When Bloodsport was fighting people, when Peacemaker was fighting people, they were more more so on their same level. Like, like Peacemaker literally threw, like, Joel Kinnaman's character, the Rick Flagg character, like, threw him with one arm, right? There's a a strength level. Bloodsport has, like, you know, he has, like, gadgets, he has gizmos, he has something, right? right? And so it's like that, that's, like, his thing, right? But, like, Harley Quinn, like, literally has nothing. And, like, she's... She's a right, and she's only, but she's only fighting with nothing. Sure, but it's like, but her fighting with nothing skills are like way over the top compared to everyone else in the movie. <laughs> yeah, but you know what kind of movie you're watching, right? I mean, I, I don't really know where, like, how you want her balanced out in some way. Did you want her to be like somehow a goofy fighter or some, like, what did I, you? I, just, I felt like in Birds of Prey, they just did it better. They treated her character as it, it was just like everything she did felt more realistic to the character. And this one felt like she was just over the top. Like she's just everything she could do, like anything she picked up, 
She picks up like a crowbar. She's amazing with a crowbar. She picks up a gun. She's amazing with a gun. She picks up yeah. whatever. She's amazing with this. She's like, no, but we have a seasoned Harley Quinn then. That would be like, like if somebody never got better during, you know, their entire journey. But we're talking about a character that doesn't have any abilities. So now you're telling me that the character of Harley Quinn is just an expert hand-to-hand combat fighter. But isn't that how they like developed her in the movies? Like in the because like look, like I said, I'm not a fan of Harley Quinn at all. I'm not at all. <laughs> but I think that her usefulness was actually justified in this movie. More than anything else that she's ever done. I feel like whether it be cartoon or for anything else, anything with the plot. I feel like none of the like her usefulness is only to herself and not to the movie at all. What do you mean? She had to hold the javelin. She it was it was uh no it was like uh you know Amanda Waller 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 man yep you got it you got it Amanda Waller had her way they would have never fought the starfish. Right. No, of course. Right. But then, you know, since they had a change of heart and they're like villains with a good heart, you know, there yeah. was <laughs> the whole thing had to like, I go somewhere. It's, it's, it, I don't know. It's just, I think, it's I think you're talking about it more of it in the, in the plot point aspect where, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to poke holes in it where like we've already kind of gone through the story. Right. You're talking about like character development and, and the character itself I just, I versus like what they, they actually justified, did. But I feel like they justify Harley Quinn in this movie. Like every everything that she has to do is justified. Like there's a reason why she has to do it. They give her a reason to do it, and no other character yeah. has a reason for it. She's the only character with like justifications for all of her actions. You know in I mean? in in what sort of sense though? What do you mean? Like she gets captured, all of a sudden she's amazing at like escaping capture, amazing at like fighting people, amazing at all this stuff, and then it leads to like you know her escaping, and she doesn't need the team. And then it's like, you know, she she gets the guy with the javelin, gives her the javelin, and then she has carries his javelin around, and then she needs the javelin yeah. again. Like she she's everything she does is like somehow justified. And like she has this like I don't know. I, I did Yeah, but each one of those characters had a specific arc. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but it wasn't like Amanda Waller told her to take the javelin because she's gonna need the javelin later. And like, you know what I mean? Like like all No, I know, but that that's told- that's just part of like a story trope. It's like she landed near that guy and he was like, Oh, you can you can take this, you know, like this is uh, your destiny or something like that. Yeah, you know, I think that's I think that's more so poking fun at those things and it actually turning okay. out to be it at the end. Like, like I was I was completely ready for her to wake up from a dream. I thought that her whole scene, everything with her when she like gets captured, I thought it was all of a dream and she was going to wake up and she was somewhere else. It cuz it just it felt completely out of the movie. Like when she when she's like when they they think that she's like she's going to marry like the dude who owns the country. I forget. I was like <laughs> yeah, how that took I, a place totally, in one day. Oh my god. Yeah, like you know what I mean? Like the whole thing, it just it it's like what is what is happening? Where where is this movie going right now? Like I just feel like her whole little little story within the. That's story. what I'm talking about. What why why it's so important to have like a, that kind of producer to be able to help with the shape of it. But this is what I'm saying. You know, like, like her whole little little side quest she goes on doesn't help the overarching story at all. It only helps give us more stuff about Harley Quinn. Steve, wh- why do you hate women? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you just hate you just hate this character. Look, I mean, and look. It's like I, like I said, I just, again, she she goes on a side quest though. If this was a video game, that's a complete side quest that has nothing to do with with anything. 
It doesn't. Yeah, have yeah to but do but it. but the thing is that like, but it's it's specific to what the character is going through. It's specific to it's like but, it's like the motivation of but things. She's it's not like the main you, character. I would argue. I would argue she's not the main character. I would argue Peacemaker and Bloodsport are the two main characters. I would just argue that Bloodsport is the main character. Sure. Right? <laughs> I mean, you know. does not go on a side quest at all in this movie. You know what I mean? Like, we're not given enough time with him if he's the main character. We're given more like, Right, but, we, but, more but they have to time. justify why Harley Quinn is there. That's the whole purpose to all these things. But they they have to justify it. But, but, like, my whole thing is, like, they didn't do that in the first Suicide Squad movie. Because like you didn't do a lot in the first Suicide Squad movie. No, I know, but there was no like side quests, right? Like it was everything was like. I know, but but this is the thing is that maybe maybe it's because you're like pairing the two together that these are two different things now. Like sure, that's sure, the that's the way maybe to think about it. Even just in general, maybe the maybe like the Harley Quinn character is not the same Harley Quinn character as the the first I'm Suicide, to, or I'm even to, for from but, Birds okay, of Prey. Give me an example of another movie where we go on like like a twenty minute. 20 minute side quest of of a character that's not the main character. You know what I mean? Of a it's, character that's not the main character, what, what 20 movie? minute side quest. She she basically goes on this little 20 minute side quest. It has it, it has romance, it has it has violent, it has a murder in it, you know, like it has all these elements in it, and it, it doesn't help the plot, it doesn't help the story, it, it only establishes more to do with her and she's she i would argue she's not the main character of the movie yeah right? i mean no and yeah and, and I, I yeah i would, I would agree with no that other movie i can think of that w- that would happen in right it's not like you're gonna watch a batman movie and now there's this huge scene with robin only apart from yeah batman, but but even if you do with. have those kind of comparisons there's like the batman movies of the nolan stuff they have a you know you could probably argue that they put a huge amount of concentration and time into their villains yeah, but that's different though, because then then now you're pairing good and evil, right? But Harley Quinn is not the villain; she's just another. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think the the good the the villain makes sense. I, I completely understand. Yeah, yeah. That. I mean, like, I I can't I can't like recall like, any sort of exactly. movies that do that specifically. Well, it's not exactly because like usually you would think because this is the thing is that I'm not arguing that it's like a good or bad movie because I think it's like like I said, you know, on its worst day, it's still better than a lot of other comic book movies or even from like DC movies. Yeah. But the, but the point is that like most of the time, if that were to happen in any other movie, yeah, it would be an annoying thing because you're like, well, why, why, where are they going with this? Why are they going with this? That's, that's completely how I thought. But this is what I'm saying though. Like even like to kind of, you know, wrap it around with what you're saying is that, you know, that that it's a very popular character and that she is in it. Right. We know that, that it's, it's like when you watch those X-Men movies and you're watching mystique for some reason for some reason they had a gigantic thing with her and we all know that she is the most side you know villain of all like i mean her thing is literally blending in and being somebody else but for some reason maybe there maybe there you go like you look at look at all mystique scenes yeah and in any of the x-men things but 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 the point is that like you know your main stars is the driving force of most of those sales Right, so it's like maybe Margot Robbie is is a is a higher talent than any one of those guys on the actual. I'm trying to remember now X Men movies, and I'm I'm just trying to, if I remember correctly, I feel the Mystique scenes that we get that are like side quest stories are more like about her backstory. If I remember correctly, 
I kind of need to go back and, and rewatch these to, to make I'm, sure. I'm sure I'm sure you're right. I mean, and, and I think that if it's if it's tied to something that Harley Quinn did, we're just looking at like, oh, you know, where was she when she was at the beach to the point in which she was out of that building? Well, like, OK, the, the like when she murders that guy. Yeah. He's like going to like marry her. Right. Like, again, I, like I just feel like that had nothing to do with anything except establish more backstory to Harley Quinn. Like we're just giving giving the audience more screen time of Harley Quinn, more interaction with Harley Quinn, more yeah, just like time to and, and like I said, who do you think is driving the viewership of the movie? But do you, uh, do you think so? I don't know, man. Of I course, just, that's, like that, that's like the that's like the politics of filmmaking, right there. You know, you don't you don't get Margot so, so, Robbie, okay, 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 and then sideline Margot Robbie. But they did in the first Suicide Squad movie. I don't remember. I really, I saw that movie once and I was just, I felt like I should have scooped my eyes out. Like Margot Robbie got X amount of money for this movie. And so they needed to like give her X amount of things to do. (laughs) Or they need to justify why they gave her X amount amount of money. money, You know what I mean? That's kind of what I'm thinking, right? Like, I just, I don't know, man. It just, it it felt, it felt kind of like tacked on. It didn't feel, it didn't feel natural to anything else. Well, no, of course, every, like, the thing is, plain and simple, she should not have been in the movie or in any one of these movies, so, like, at all, right? But But there's a, but there's there's also a weird conversation right now of what, what they're talking about where Harley Quinn now is getting this kind of, you know, new treatment of being, not being the Joker's girlfriend, Mm. right? That's the, that's like the whole, you know, that's pretty much her entire origin, but now in 2021, what we're getting is a new justification of her. She's, you know, a strong woman that can that doesn't have to like, you know, be tied Stockholm syndrome-ish to this crazy villain. And also by by doing that, giving her her own kind of identity. But does she but th- is that warranted? Right? It's like it's like if you gave every Robin its own identity, which I'm sure that they already did. I, I haven't really caught up on any comics, but like what, what I'm saying is that they're they're spotlighting a side character as being a main character, yeah. and even a sorry a side character to a villain, right? To like a main bad villain. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know. It just the, but it's the popularity whole... of the character. Yeah, I just, I just, I think that I think there was a, a better way of doing it. Yeah, you take her out all to, all together. What do you mean? I think yeah, <laughs> that's something that we can definitely agree on. If she yeah. had not been in this movie at all, I think it would have been completely fine. Not to say that like they didn't need her like as a movie, but imagine if like James Gunn was like, no, we're not going to put Harley Quinn in this movie because I don't, I don't, yeah. I want to just do something that's like fun and weird with a bunch of weird characters. Yeah. What if they just did that? Like that yeah, would have been yeah. just as good. I'm, I'm remembering. I'm, I'm remembering the the Suicide Squad movie and like the opening scene. She's with those those tassel things, not tassels. What are they called? Those those ribbons. Mm-hmm. That, like hang down, like the ac- acrobats use, and she's kind of like twirling a bit on them. She's like doing a thing that like like circus people do. do oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. Right? Sure. Sure. And, and so I feel like I do. I do that every morning. Right, it's my, it's my morning exercises. I feel like you naked. Can establish that that she's, you know, that that she's. No, a, uh, what do you call it? Like a like a circus, 
I don't know what the, the slang circus, the, the slang for circus, circus people, person, circus freak, uh, uh, servants, <laughs> people no, taken like, from their. Okay. Homes. So like, like I know I, I met someone in San Francisco that like was, uh, I don't know, like did like work for Cirque du Soleil. Right. And so, like, this person was, like, extremely fit, super strong, could, like, extremely flexible. And so I feel like you can Carnies. Carnies. There we go. That's what... There we go. There we go. I think... But I'm sure that that's probably, like, a derivative yeah, like, or some sort of, you yeah. know, not but, a very good thing to but, say. But I think that... Like, what I'm trying to say is, like, like, I think that you can establish her with certain abilities that make sense to her backstory without giving her things that don't really fit. Like, Are you telling me that carnies can't wield a weapon? No problem. No, I think they can, but I think a carny wielding a weapon, it's a very specific style. And I don't think, I felt like she had a very generic style of doing it. Like, I think that you could have done it more appropriate to her character. How about that? Can I, can I leave it at that? Yeah, no, yeah, I get that. Imagine with one of these days, like if you watched a movie like Suicide Squad, and we're having this exact same conversation. And then we talk to talk to like the, you know, talk to James Gunn about like, hey, this is what you should probably do with your character development just based off of these two guys <laughs> that, that that watched it. And what if that they could go back and be like, yeah, you're right. And then they just erase the entire thing and then just do it over again or whatever in like the blink of an eye to be able to, oh, yeah, you know, we'll do it to, toward yeah. what you think. Yeah, it should be. Well, okay, no, like what I'm, what I'm, I don't know. I'm just like thinking right now, but like I feel like to make those scenes more Harley Quinn esque, that's why they added all that animation in. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, but I, like I see the animation is just kind of a, a artistic director way of operating. I don't see it as kind of, part of the movie. But, but she doesn't do it anywhere else in the movie. If, if every time she fights in the movie that happens, I think that makes sense. And I can roll with that. But it just, she's on her own doing this thing and then that happens. It's like, or like, I don't know. Yeah, but I saw that as just kind of like a fun visual, you know, yeah, but sequence. Like when, when she's going to stab the starfish in the eye, like if we would have saw that, a little bit of that visual stuff as well. I mean, they, they makes- sort of bring it back that when she's in the eye, like the things that are like the other starfish things that are, no, so the rats that are in there, like, you know, they, it, it's not like a callback. It's like more like they still do like that slow-mo thing of like, you know, the dream esque type of shit. Yeah. It was slow-mo, but it wasn't, it didn't have the animation of like the, like the Tweety birds and like the, you know what I mean? I just love how like you, like you're like hung up on this animation. What, what What's the problem with, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just a fun thing. It's a fun little thing. It's it's like you know. Okay, in, you're you're, like, you're talking about the rules, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, you can't get over the fact that James Gunn basically broke rules in in many I, of the different things. I, part of me feels like I don't know if James Gunn was the boss of that stuff. I feel like he was the like I I, I think he like, absolutely was. I mean, you know why he did the Suicide Squad, right? No, no, no. I'm saying with Harley Quinn though. I think that he was the boss of like the team, and I think the team stuff is fantastic, and I feel like it's very much in his style. Like the 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 uh, the shark dude, King King Shark. Oh yeah, yeah, King Shark. King mm-hmm. Shark was fantastic. Everything with him was great. Same with like the rat catcher number two or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like 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 it's great. Everything with is great. But it's just, and I think that like he had a lot of control over over all that stuff, and I think it works really well. But I do feel like the Harley Quinn stuff felt like 
maybe, I don't know, this is me just speculating, but maybe the studio was like, hey, Harley Quinn sells more tickets. We need to have her in, you know, in the movie more. I know that you can't fit her into your story because your story's already done. So mm-hmm. figure out another creative way of getting her in this movie. And that's why he created this other side thing for her to do that has nothing to do with anything. Do you know what I mean? He didn't, he couldn't figure out a way of, of showing her more within the team. So he had to like get her to do something on her own. And it just, it doesn't feel like the team up part, right? Like what part of guardians does star Lord have to do? Not even star Lord, star Lord would be the main character. It'd be like, I don't know, like rocket is going to do something on his own away from all of the rest of the team for like 20 minutes. It's like that wouldn't happen because it, it would. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I mean, I find it, I find it to be interesting. I don't know. But really, like, let's, I'm really hung let's, up on this, by the way. I know. Yeah. You, 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 you're going to die on this hill. Like, it, it really is, you know, I'm, it's I'm funny that you're going to trying to change your mind, Joshua, and it's not happening. And it's really, well, it's, be, it's because I, it's because I've been, I'm, I'm hung up on the fact that I've never liked Harley Quinn. It was the only time that I was watching. I was like, oh, okay. Now she's yeah. actually doing something. You know, it, it was like, it was always my problem. The same thing with like when I was watching the Avengers, I was like, why the hell is Hawkeye and, and Black Widow here? Yeah. How is it possible that these two are going to go up against an alien force plus a god? Okay, I get Captain America. I get Iron Man. I get like, you know, Thor. But I'm yeah. like, these two humans? What the f- what the hell are they doing here? And then obviously it's like, you know, Hawkeye, oh, I never miss type of thing. And then, you know, yeah. Black Widow's like, I can, I can stab really well and, and do acrobats. And, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you no, know, but, I know, I, I get that. But like, Black, but whenever... Black Widow does the disguises... They they use her. She's like, <laughs> yeah. she's like the the Dude, Black Widow was just hunt. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like Black Widow was just like a bunch of other movies where they were like, I don't know what to help. What what do we do with this movie? Yeah. You know, they yeah. should have watched a couple of James Bond movies and just kind of gone with that. But anyway, but one of the things that like you know, like I was saying, it's like it's funny that you're hung up on this because it's like I like I said, like I am more in the sense of it being like I do not like this character. I haven't liked the character since her cartoon debut in in 1993, you know, or 1994, whatever it may be. And uh, I haven't liked her ever, you know, even in her in in her movies and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Birds of Prey, I like I could I could probably go off a little bit more on that cuz I I really hated that movie. Um but it wasn't until this point where I was like I get why or like you know what she's doing in the movie. I get the justification. I get that like her. I get what her purpose is in the movie. And then now, now I'm hearing you being like, "Oh, I hate this person, Mary Sue." Blah blah blah. You know, animated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, and like, and like, I get it. Like, I mean, I think your your arguments are definitely sound. It's just one of those things where, you know, I think it's because I've not liked her for so long that I get to see kind of a thing that I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, yeah. But at the same time, you know, thinking of the the, the just no, like the it, politics. Of yeah, it. I, I definitely think that you're right about like you know they're trying to show her as like this strong female role, and like you know they they like hit that point harder when like she doesn't need to be rescued; she can rescue herself, right? You, you have all the guys that are going to go rescue her, and she like gets out by herself. Like I, I feel like that's like definitely like a a nod in this movie. But again, it's just, it's something that I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. 
I'm glad this entire episode has been dedicated to one movie. Yeah, I know. Eh? <laughs> that ne- that's I, never happened before. It's never happened. You, you could literally just have one summary of it being like, we discuss this movie. That is it. <laughs> Steve doesn't like Harley Quinn in what I, what I what I what I do find interesting though is the fact that like this journey to get to this movie, right? Like James Gunn, mm. you know, was an employee of Disney. Disney, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, did Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. And I think he even did, like, a lot of, like, co- consultation for the Guardians team for, like, the Avenger, like, the end of the last Avenger movies. Mm, yeah, like, yeah. I think he actually did some scenes or whatever it may be. But the fact is that, like, people, he, like... He wrote. Didn't he write the Oh, may, yeah, maybe maybe you're right, right. He might be right. He might, he might have, like, written the lines or something like that. But, like, the fact that, like, after his entire, you know, run there, that, like, Disney was like, wait a second... James Gunn had a Twitter. <laughs> James Gunn was younger at one point. Yeah, James that he shouldn't have said. So James Gunn know. writes weird, dirty ass jokes. Oh, yeah. that's weird. You know, I uh, sorry. I looked. I looked up the Twitter jokes, and and some of them are I mean, like some of them are like, whoa, like how do you, how do you, how did you get that? How did you get to that point? You know what I mean? <laughs> I just want to read one of them, and it, it was. <clears throat> It, you know, I, I don't know when it was dated, but it was uh, this hotel shower is the weakest ever. Felt like a three year old was peeing on my head. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> like, I, like, I could have just imagined Disney being like, oh my God. And then, you know, like running yeah. around their, their studio just be like, we have to get, we have, we have to, we got to do something, do something. Which is then funny because right when he got canned by Disney, got picked up by DC, which is yeah. like, you know, uh, the complete opposite for these things to make this kind of thing, to make this movie or whatever he wanted to do. And then at the end of it all, get rehired by Disney. <laughs> by Disney oh my gosh. It's such like a middle finger to like the system. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. Oh. I mean, cause like, you know, the, like, but that's like the weird thing about, you know, the, the, um, what we're kind of like holding people standard to and what we're holding, you know, like, well, yeah. Cause it was like, know. it's like D- Disney, like bent the knee to the mob, but then they were like, Oh yeah, we still want to make money. <laughs> I know. But then if you, if you like look at Disney as just a whole and then you look into Walt Disney as a person, I mean, come on, like, you yeah. know, like it's, it's just funny that there's like this weird juxtaposition of yeah. like, no, for yes, sure. we will do things, you know, to make sure this is okay, but However, don't, but for, forget about our Nazi past <laughs> <laughs> or like our sympathetic to Nazis past, you know, like that kind yeah. of thing. Um, yeah, you know, like, however, <laughs> that's always the best word to use. You know, I don't know. I, I, but I find it funny that like James Gunn was able to do that. And, but I mean, like, but for, for all of the problems and all of the good about the movie itself, like even the Suicide Squad, I, I just have to say, like, even for James Gunn, like, I think his work with ensembles is probably the best that any director can can do. Yeah. Like, so, and he's also really good at taking the weird and making it fun, but then also, like, shining a light on it. Yeah, and, like, I making mean, it, like, accessible, too. Yes, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right, we've kind of, like, we're at an hour. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, this will be a really easy summary. I literally have like th- three things that we talked about. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Shoot. All right. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, what would you rate it? 
like, I don't know. That was a burp. I don't know if I'd give it like a number rating. I just, I think you should watch it once, but I probably would never watch it again. I, I hope one of these days that you can be some sort of like professional reviewer and like, you know, like, like, uh, uh, e, like what's it called? Uh, who am I thinking of something in Siskel, uh, Ebert and Siskel or Siskel and Ebert. Ebert and Siskel, yeah. Siskel and Robert. That, that one of these days that it'll be like on the Rolling Stones thing and it'll just be a quote from you being like, um, <laughs> <laughs> watch it once you'll have fun and then and then it'll be a period and then like end quote and then it'll just be like you were you know like the quote underneath just like steven matchnick animals are insane <laughs> like it's you know it won't even like i can't rate this movie yeah <laughs> you know watch just it. having like one of those yeah. things yeah watch it once yeah type of thing it was fun it's cool yeah i hate mary sue's <laughs> All right, man. man, isn't that crazy though? Like that, there's a lot of these Mary Sues in in movies. Sorry, we'll probably talk about that later. Anyway, uh, yeah, great, great rating. Bye bye. All right.